Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the New Haven House of Prayer. My name is Pastor James McCormick, and this is the first Sunday service of 2021. And we will be sharing this uh, via uh, Spotify and also on our Facebook page um, titled The New Haven House of Prayer. And I hope that you'll go over and you'll give us a like and follow us on our Facebook page as well, as it will be shared uh, on um, uh, on a live radio, or I'm sorry, on a recorded radio broadcast um, for all to be able to enjoy. So thank you for coming on here. I do pray that everyone had a wonderful New Year's. <clears throat> I know that um, a lot of people were eager to see 2020 come to an end, <clears throat> but understand that, um, you know, we're still dealing with, um, you know, a plague that's on the land, and we've got to pray about that. We've got lots of friends that are sick with COVID now. They've either had it, they're in the middle of it, they're recovering from it. Um, none of them have have enjoyed it, I would just tell you that. Nobody's just skated through it. Um, so understand it is a very serious condition and we need God's help to get us all through this. So I have a friend now that's dealing with this. Him and I went to high school together and I pray for brother Jeff that he will get well. So let's go ahead and get started with a prayer and then we'll go right into the service on achieving goals. That's what we're going to talk about this evening, folks, with the New Avon House of Prayer. We're going to talk about achieving goals. So let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord, and we thank you for this time together. We ask for your mercy and your grace upon all who suffer, all that are sick. There are so many people, Lord, that are not feeling well right now. Um, Father, please touch and heal their bodies and bring them out of this affliction. Father, we pray for our families and we pray for all those that are in harm's way for our military for our law enforcement, for all of those that are working in the medical community now that are dealing with this on the front lines. Father, lift them up. Father, take care of them, lead them, guide them, direct them, and protect them. And it is in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Welcome to the New Haven House of Prayer. My name is Pastor James McCormick, and we're going to be talking about achieving goals tonight. And I wanted to... um, to start off with saying the obvious, you know, every year uh, on New Year's, people make um, New Year's resolutions. They make all, and it's good. And you know, I mean, it's um, it's good to do that. You should set uh, a New Year's resolution, whatever it may be. Maybe it's losing weight. I hope that it's uh, you know reading the Bible more. You know, maybe that's a good New Year's resolution. I will read a a chapter out of the Bible um, throughout the year, every day. I mean, a chapter is is not too much to ask, or um, you know, or or even just a couple of verses. As long as you're growing spiritually, and and trust me when I tell you that when you do that, these other goals that you're looking to set, you know, they will be much more attainable. So. Um, achieving goals. It is resolution season. It's time to get in shape, lose weight, kick the habit, be better. 
How long are we going to keep those promises to ourselves this year? A month, a week, a day, you know, maybe not even an hour. You know, uh, setting goals is a good way to start every new year. But as important as it is to lay the groundwork, it's even more important to follow through and achieve those goals. So that's why I tell you, when you start to look at setting goals, Christians, friends, aspiring Christians, and people that are just listening to the service, you know, set attainable goals. It's not attainable to wake up and say, you know what? I'm 50 pounds overweight, and I'm going to lose 50 pounds by April the 1st. You know, now, not saying that it couldn't happen, but the chances that it happened are not real good. But you could say by this time next year, you know, or I want to set a goal of one pound a week. There's 52 weeks in a year, folks. You could take two weeks off and still meet your goal. And understand, you might want to meet that goal like right now. But if you could do it by losing one pound a week, that's 52 weeks. That's 52 pounds. That is attainable. Kicking the habit. What are some of the habits? What are some of the bad habits? We've really got a bad habit, I think, in America of, of, of just fighting and arguing all the time. Now, we've just become this nation of argumentative people, and we should all set a resolution to be nicer to folks. Um, you know, but follow through with these things. You, this year, don't forget to invite God into your plans. Ask Him for guidance. And for strength as you work toward mastering this year's resolutions, if you're acting in his will, he'll keep he'll help you succeed, you know? So let's let's say this prayer. Let's just say this prayer right now. Let's just pray. Father, I can't reach my goals on my own. Please bless the ways I'm trying uh, better by trying to better myself this year. Please, Lord, bless me in my efforts to make myself a better person, to be healthier, to be kinder, and to be closer to you. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. So, you see, ask God. Get up every day and say, God, please, I have set myself this goal, this resolution to lose a pound a week. And God, help me to stay on that pathway. You wouldn't believe how fast, you know, in four weeks you've lost four pounds. People say, that's nothing. In 10 weeks, you've lost 10, 20, 20, 30, 30, 40, 40. So you see, it all adds up. And you have to be, how should I say this? You have to be okay with taking the little bites, the baby steps. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's go to the scripture. Let's go to the book of Philippians, uh, chapter 3, verse 13 through 14, where it says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Look, here's what we do. We don't, we're, we're forgetting those things that are behind us. 2020 is over. Okay, it's it's over. And a lot of you are happy. I'm happy that we're moving forward. I'm, I'm thankful that we're here. If you're hearing this message now, then let's be thankful for that. But understand, in the, in the, we also have to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in, in Christ Jesus. So we have to be followers of Christ. Does it mean we have to be perfect? No, we all make mistakes. We do things, we fall, you know, we say things we shouldn't say, you know, we, you know, a lot of people do things that they shouldn't do. And, and you know, we just have to get up and keep going. So, we can go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 29 and 31. Now, listen to this, folks. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Isn't that wonderful? So we ask God to strengthen us, to walk with us in this pathway, because He gives you the power. And for those that don't have, that think, I can't go on any further. I missed my goal of losing a pound. I've lost 10 pounds and I'm on week 15. God will help you to make that up. If it's in his will. Now a lot of people need the strength. We need the strength. And we have to wait upon the Lord in his good time. Because we must patiently endure. And we shall then obtain the promise. And that can be found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 15. So, as we look at Scripture, and we divide Scripture, and we look at it, in a way that it is meant to be looked upon as a pathway, as a roadmap to success, we realize that God has made a plan for everything. But we got to be with him, right? Because in the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 30 says, He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. So we have to be single-mindedly focus. Okay? Single-minded with Christ. Which means we have to look for the things we know that God wants us to do. Set your goals. Set your goals, friends. The book of uh, Philippians, we'll be back in Philippians, 
Some people call it Philippians, but it's Philippians. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Strength gives us strength. You know, Christ gives us strength. Yes, COVID has is, is got many people down. You know, we may all end up with it, waiting on, you know, uh, a vaccine or a uh, waiting on things to to take its place. And I believe that God can heal the land. But I also know that God tells us, Christ taught us to not tempt the Lord thy God. So let's take the precautions. Let's do the things that we're supposed to do. And then let's seek God's divine wisdom and realize that he will strengthen us if we're doing his will, not tempting him, not causing riotous uh, actions. I mean, all of these things, folks, this is a new year, and it should be a new you. Because Jesus always tells us that, you know, if you believe all things are possible, then they will be possible. And you'll find a lot of great verses on this. Mark 9, 23 comes uh, to mind says Jesus said in him if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth you know if you can't believe it then it's not going to happen we have to stand fast in the faith we must endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ Second Timothy tells us that endure Endure, endure. Look for happiness. And know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is your strength. Our strength comes from God, the Father. We must look forward to better days. God knows your suffering. God knows your needs. God knows my needs. And we have to ask him though, right? Even though he knows, don't mean that we we don't that we don't pray. We have to pray. And we have to thank you, God, for all the things that you do. And remember to take on unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. And that's in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. Here comes the beautiful train that comes by. You may or may not hear it. Such is life, right? Such is life. Just remember, with God, all things are possible. So you want to lose 50 pounds. Lose a pound a week. 
take two weeks off. If you don't lose a pound one week, then figure out why. What is it? Did you not exercise enough? Did you not eat enough or sleep enough? Maybe it's rest. But the first thing that you should be asking yourself, did I ask God every day to help me achieve my goals? Now, if you can't say yes, then that's the first thing you need to do is you need to get back into the prayer. Pray, folks, pray. Look, everyone makes New Year's resolutions. It is good that we do this. We must do this. But you also must understand that with these resolutions comes a responsibility. You know, it's like if you pray and you ask God to help you to be a better worker, then God will pour it on you. If you you ask God to help you to not be late every day, then understand that God is going to put those obstacles in your way and remind you that you have made a promise. If you ask for patience, then you are going to be tested, tested, tested. Folks say, I'm not going to ask for patience. (laughs) Well, maybe not. But we all need more patience, especially in this day and age. You've got a sickness on the land, you've got uh, an election that is just in constant turmoil, you've got people that are seriously worried about the state of affairs in this country, and you've got people that are arguing all the time. Our blood pressure is up, our weight is up, our anxiety is up, and we're not praying like we used to, and we're not depending on God like we used to because we have all grown into this world of technology that does not allow us to be dependent on something that we cannot see. But trust me when I tell you, friends, that God is very real. And let me get an amen from that. You say amen even if I can't hear you because God can hear you. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. You know, the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 tells us to do our best. Do it with all your best. Never give up on stuff. Never give up on the pathway that you've taken. You've set a path for yourself. Don't get off the path. You know, the Lord fights for us. He really does. And we have adversity in all of these things. So there's an adversity. There is something you're going to have to overcome. You know, if you've gained extra weight, which a lot of people have because of 
you know, being at home, or you haven't read your Bible enough, or you don't have a good relationship with your spouse, or whatever the case may be. Understand, those are all, that's all adversity. We have adversity. You know, we have things that are getting in our way. We have obstacles that we must overcome. And we have anxiety about the future because we don't know, you know. You don't know. I have a lot of people, I mean, and me myself, I worry about the two, the you know, the you know, the COVID thing and people, you know, when I hear some people say, Oh, I ain't worried about it one bit. Well, you know what? I don't believe that. You know what I mean? But if you really feel that way, then then good for you. But most people are worried about it. They're worried sick about it. So we as humans, we like to have control, but most Daily occurrences, see, they're out of our hands. So we worry. We lie awake at night worrying about tomorrow. We plan, we scheme, we manipulate. We try to make things go the way we want. You know, God has a better way. He wants us to lay our future at his feet and give it to him completely. Not keeping one scrap in your pockets that we can worry to death. Enter into the freedom that God's anti-anxiety guarantee offers. Give it all to Him. And again, you know, we have this this beautiful prayer. Let's Let's just stop and let's pray right now. Father God, I give my future to You. Lead me on Your right and true path today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. Very simple. Lord, you know, we're asking Him. You know, lead me. We always say, lead God and direct us. And that's what we need to do. You know, because Jesus Christ hasn't changed, folks. And the book of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 tells us, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So when, when he said, love thy neighbor, then he means it now. You know, don't get all worked up. Don't let anxiety destroy you. You know, the Lord is our light, our salvation. You know, God tells us to be strong and of good courage. Joshua 1 9 was one of my favorite verses, and it's got me through a lot of things. It's helped me to set my goals. They say, How did that help you set your goals, preacher? It helps me set my goals because it reminds me to be courageous and to set my goals in a way that they are attainable. So don't set unrealistic goals. Build relationships with people. You know? Health and wellness. All important things. The, there's a lot of people that are sick, right? You 
you know, and, and here's the way we should be taking care of the sick is, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven of him. You know, and okay. So we look at that and we say, well, we're in the middle of COVID now, pastor. I can't just go over and lay my hands on people. But you can still pray. There's no excuse for not praying. There's never an excuse for not praying, folks. We must not give up. We must love God. In the book of 1 John, chapter 2, verse 15, tells us about love. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So we can't be loving our possessions more than we love our God. More than we love our neighbor, we have to move forward. And we have to be patient. You know, uh, what I told you about, you know, patience. And we must seek God's faith and wisdom, His, His faith and wisdom. He will listen to you. We can improve on ourselves, make goals, set set attainable goals, but don't set yourself up by fa- for failure by setting an unattainable goal. It's true, through God all things are possible, but God has gave us a brain and he wants us to use it. Just like with with the sicknesses and with plagues on the land, you know. I mean, even back in biblical times, people covered their faces. People stayed home when they had leprosy. They knew not to touch people that were sick. The only one that could was Jesus himself. And that was to heal them. Never give up. Never give up. Always seek a way to self-improve and always look for the pathway that you need to be taken. And remember, friends, when you're setting your goals, make them attainable. Make them attainable and never forget to talk to God every day. That's one telephone number that, that always answers and that is never busy. Think about that. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this service today. We ask for your mercy and your grace upon all those that are listening. And Father, we ask that that you move upon this land and you heal our land of this sickness, this disease that is going around, this virus that is that is making people sick and killing people. Father, we pray that you'll rid the land of this plague and that you'll allow us, Heavenly Father, to walk upright in health and vitality. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. God bless you, friends, and thank you for coming on the New Haven House of Prayer today. Remember, if you want to support the ministry, you can support the ministry and send a love gift or a love donation, whatever you want to call it, or you don't have to. It's totally up to you. But if you feel that God is calling on your heart 
to support this ministry, to support this mission, then you can you can send it directly to us in care of the New Haven House of Prayer. That's N-E-W-H-A-V-E-N, House of Prayer, and that's at P.O. Box 883, New Haven, West Virginia, 25265, and send us a letter. If you have prayer requests, you don't have to put money in an envelope. We like to get letters. We like to get mail from people and and reach out to us. And remember, folks, if you have not liked and subscribed to uh, um, our um, um, channel on um, Spotify or on our Facebook page at the New Haven House of Prayer, please do so and share it. And remember, friends, that God loves you and, and I love you, but God loved you so much that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who came to the earth, he lived and he died and he rose again. And because of that sacrifice, we can have eternal life. Never forget that, friends, and always remember that you are loved. Thank you once again for joining us on the New Haven House of Prayer. And may God bless each and every one of you. From my heart to yours, we send you a great big virtual hug from the New Haven House of Prayer in New Haven at West Virginia and say, God bless and good night.